0: Um, I don't know, do you have any questions?
1: Before um we start. Just like real quick, like so I just like don't really know exactly what what like what is this for exactly? Like, I don't sure. Know. No
2: no, that's, <laughs> that's a really <laughs> fair that's question. Excellent question.
0: Do you know anything like Why am I in that? this room? <laughs> right. Like who we are, where we're from or anything. Mm-hmm. Mark didn't tell you anything. He oh, just said, Hey, that's come great. Come
1: here. <laughs> yeah, he just said he was like, Yeah, these people are gonna interview you.
0: Okay. <laughs> Well, that's really like trusting of you. Right. Just show up. very brave. So thank you for doing that. Um, so we run a nonprofit, faith-based art gallery in Richmond. Okay, we're part of World Horizons, which is a um, international sending training and sending agency for missionaries. Um, one of our endeavors is art as mission. Um, so we have a gallery here in town. We show um, believing artists who talk about their faith with their art. We participate in the first Friday art walk that Richmond has. It's kind of, it is an outreach to the community. Um, it's also we're also like a connection for artists um, trying you know a community for artists. Um, so that is one of the things we do. We also out of our office we do refugee, uh, refugee care, we have a um, job skills training program for, we teach some women how to sew. Um, Farley and I <laughs> um, started co-leading the art team mm-hmm. last year sometime. Yeah. And she's an art historian. I'm a working artist. We started having these conversations, usually over lunch, mm-hmm. that got kind of deep. And we thought, oh, hey, this might be a good podcast. Yeah. And then, you know, we have all these artists coming in that we wanted to interview, um so anyway there's not a ton of podcasts out there doing what we're doing so we kind of wanted to offer another one that was a little more um approachable a little more casual because there's some good ones out there but they're they're primarily for artists mm. um so we wanted something cuz we think faith is um really we think the art is really important to the church and we wanted to kind of help um Sort of bridge that. Yeah, bridge, bridge gap that to, to make it a little, you know, even make it more approachable for non artists too. That's yeah, really cool.
2: So much in life is scripted, but this is unedited. Listen in as we have casual conversations about art and faith. So, welcome to Unedited. I'm Farley Sanderford. And I'm Jennifer Chetlett. And today we have a very special guest joining us um, Peter Jacobson,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Welcome to Unedited. Welcome to our little space on the internet.
0: Yeah. Um, We are interviewing Peter uh, because he is one of the presenters at the Makers series Mm -hmm. um, this weekend Mm -hmm. at Third Church. This will have already happened by the time this podcast comes out. But um, if you remember the last Maker Series, um, we we did a podcast about it because um, it's just really well put together. Um, Mark Sprinkle, who we've also interviewed, brings together um, some really interesting guests. So we're excited to have, have you on our podcast today to yeah, talk well, thank, to us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so you're from Tacoma? Yeah. So did you, you grew up there?
1: Um, most I live most of my life in Tacoma mm-hmm. uh, I was born in Montana and I lived in California for a little bit
0: oh my gosh cool. wow I would never want to leave any of those places yeah. <laughs> same Wow um, you are primarily uh, you work in glass primarily
1: yeah I work I work in glass mostly um, I do I do work in a lot of other mediums but I I do mostly glass I do a lot of woodworking and mm. ceramics, and metalworking, and printmaking as well, but cool. primarily glass. Yeah. Is
0: that like our? I feel like there's a big. I am mean, Chihuly's from. See, from Seattle. Yeah, Tacoma. From, from Tacoma. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. Have you met him?
1: Yeah, I've worked for him a few times.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. What is he like in person?
1: He's a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Did you? Um. So I was just last year went to the Biltmore to see his mm-hmm. exhibit there. Um, it was amazing and and he had an exhibit at the VMFA a while mm, ago yeah. yeah he had some permanent installations there too yeah, yeah which yeah. are really neat like yeah that's awesome that how old is he now?
1: he's older I don't know <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know his exact age yeah yeah,
0: um, yeah I, I'm not sure the, the last I heard it's, have you seen him recently?
1: Uh, I think the last time I saw him was last year
0: okay yeah. is his health good?
1: Uh, it's He's, it's definitely
0: declining declining a little
1: little bit, bit, but yeah, he's, he's holding on. He's,
0: he's Yeah. He's really kind of the, um, I feel like the grandfather of Mm -hmm. glass in our country. Would you say that's accurate? Like he's, or do you think, are there other people bigger than him?
1: There's definitely a lot of, um, there's definitely a lot of influential glass artists that are not, um, American born, but are like very, um, skilled um, I think Chihuly's been really crucial in kind of pushing the American movement mm. um, for more modern glass, especially because before yeah. Chihuly, um, glass blowing was seen. Venetian glass is very typical right. um, and very. It is a very um, kind of almost like it's very strict standard process, mm-hmm. and process. Mm-hmm. And Chihuly kind of changed that standard, and that's what I think he's contributed a lot of to just kind of changing the idea, almost like that abstract um, mm-hmm. movement in painting. Like right. that's kind of what you released under the glass world. Wow. Kind of shown that like not everything needs to be this always the same mm-hmm. or it needs to follow this. It can be weird and organic. And-
0: yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I love his work. So
2: when – is there a time that you can pinpoint or a time that you – like, look back and say, this is when you decided you wanted to be an artist? Or is that, like, how did that how did that process go for you?
1: Yeah, I'd say, um, actually, I started blowing glass when I was 12 years old. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, um, actually, Chihuly started a program at my middle school. Um, so I That's could nice. take it as a class in middle school. Wow. Um, and I just, like... I guess originally I didn't think that that would kind of become my career, my profession, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: I just, I like, I loved it. Um, and especially like going through middle school, like, as for most people, like that's a really hard time. It's just, like a r- really formative years. And it's yeah, like, absolutely. Um, it's kind of time when you like are really insecure about yourself and it's like, mm-hmm. you have all these like weird things, but I found like, I think at the time I didn't really understand it. Mm-hmm. So I just liked the feeling. Mm-hmm. But I found like making this art and like being able to be in that space, like I didn't feel that pressure on myself and I felt mm-hmm. happy, like I felt mm-hmm. content. And I think that's mm-hmm. why I kept coming back to it. Mm-hmm. And I think just that feeling, like that's what drove me to keep mm-hmm. doing it. Cause Finish. like if I could feel that way every day of my life, that's what I wanted. You know, it's right. like
2: Yeah.
0: I get that. That's how I, I'm a potter and that's how i feel with clay like yeah. it just someone said to me once um, recently is is clay like a friend to you which i know sounds really stupid no i think no, that's brilliant but, but it I think kind that's of brilliant it kind of is, it is you know yeah, like it, it's just familiar but always changing so i totally totally get that and what a gift to like discover that at, at 12 Yeah, to be exposed and have that experience so young yeah. that's really cool um so you really have a broad depth of skills uh, for someone your age. I have to say, I think you're the youngest person we've had on our podcast, which is... Probably. Yeah. I'm just amazed at the depth of your skills and, and all the different um, different mediums that, that you are working in. Um, and you, you've already talked about that that you were introduced to glass by a, a master. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about like where you learned everything else? Because a lot of high schools don't don't have all of that you know they yeah, don't yeah. have woodworking and clay and you know they might have drawing and painting right um you know you might get a unit on clay but usually right you know anyway so talk to us about that about how you got introduced to all the things you do
1: definitely um i don't know i think it, it goes back to what i was saying how i like i really felt that security and safety in art and like um i don't know i think As I also said, like, middle school and high school were a hard time for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I had friends, but I felt alone a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, like, I just wanted more than anything just to, like, keep finding more art to do. Because, Mm -hmm. like, the glass I loved, but I couldn't do the glass all day. You know, like, I could only go at night or, like, wherever the shops I was working. I could go in the afternoon maybe, you know, but, like... So I wanted other outlets to do that. Um, And my parents, neither of them are really artists. Um, So I just like, I realized I kind of had to look elsewhere Mm. to get that training. So Mm -hmm. I I actually have met a lot of like random people Mm. just like, I don't know. I kind of have these weird like coincidences. And I think, honestly, I think there is something with like God playing a part in that, like putting these people in my life. But I've met a lot of like, mentors like I learned to weld from this like just this like guy he lived he lived he was my neighbor but he um I walked by one day and he was just like building something in his garage and he was like this older man like in mm-hmm. his 80s wow. and I just stopped and talked to him we became like great friends and he taught me you know he told me all about his life he's a like strong believer and he. Mm taught me all about like welding and metalworking. And then, I mean, just like things like that, I found a wood guy that taught me how to build cabinets. And then I found a guy that started working for a luthier who builds guitars. And I started, I made a friend that was a printmaker. Like it just kind of like was stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And they had a few classes at my school that I took. They actually do have a really good ceramics program. Um, I really fell in love with the teacher. Like he really guided me a lot. Um, Mm through that and that was really cool in high school but yeah it's been it's been cool kind of just like this this weird like very unexpected way of just meeting random people that mm-hmm. have kind of shown me these mm-hmm. these different paths and then I've yeah. kind of just run with them
2: do you have a fave like a favorite medium to work in or is it sort of dependent on like what you're feeling or is there
1: yeah I, d- I definitely like glass the best yeah um, mm-hmm. I enjoy the other ones, you know, and I can't, I can't do glass all the time for, for different reasons, like whether it's, I mean, glass is expensive to do. So if I'm, I like to work at night a lot, like through the, through the middle of the night and like through, like, I like to work till like Do most
0: glass artists do that?
1: It kind of, it varies. Some do, but yeah, I I like to work. If I can, I like to work till like three in the morning. Is that
0: because of the heat? And it's cooler. In I don't night.
1: know. I I just like I feel like I can think better at night. Like Okay. I feel...
0: uh, so it's a, okay.
1: But yeah. I know some people do. I I don't know. Uh,
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Like I um, was given a gift and went and and blew some glass. Um, this was a while ago, at a studio in like Conway, South Carolina, and they close in the summertime mm-hmm. because of the heat. So they're Ooh, only open. that's fairly common. That is fairly yeah, common. Yes. Summer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're only open seasonally, mm-hmm. so interesting. But I get that sometimes we're, we're working in the middle of the night. I get that.
1: Yeah, yeah. so sometimes if a, a glass shop, you know, if I, I can't go in at 3 in the morning to the glass shop, I'll go to my garage and do woodworking or I'll sculpt some clay or uh-huh. work on an etching for printmaking or something. You know, it's like that's kind of why I have those other mediums. But definitely, I, if I can, I, I prefer glass. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Can you talk us through like um, the process? So do you do primarily? You do all you do torch work and you, you yeah, I do. Yeah.
1: Do. I primarily blow. Okay. um, And I guess this this month I've really been. Um, I've been learning like more glass sculpting, like solid sculpting, especially, but some some blown stuff. But. Um, I was. I was raised kind of the like, even if you want to get into that abstract world, like you kind of have to be trained to make
2: mm-hmm.
1: a, like round things to make right even symmetrical things because you still are the, have
2: to s- develop those skills, right? To, yeah, you need to those technical skills.
1: Yeah,
0: same in clay, yeah.
1: So it's like I was trained like learning how to make vessels, um, and I actually I still really enjoy making a lot of vessels and a lot of my work does involve those, but I do like, now I do really, um, really have any like pattern work or like, um, I'll do prep work. Like I'll do prep work that takes me like a month before I do a piece.
0: Wow. And
1: just making different parts, like different colored pieces or mm-hmm. like different, that'll go into piece. Do you piece.
0: sketch before you make things or, or is it all, is it more organic in the making?
1: It depends. Sometimes usually if I have like, um, and commission like i'll sketch it out so sure. i have some sort of drawing to show but a lot of times when i'm just making my own work i'll just kind of like i have an idea of like colors or i'll have an, like a basic shape i want to do but mm-hmm. i'll just kind of like run with that
2: you Yeah, know? we understand that you're in a like a gap year right now right mm-hmm. um so can you um tell us more about that um that that year that you've taken between and how it's going what you're doing
1: yeah yeah of course um yeah, so I I uh, graduated high school last year, and um, I don't know, I originally, like, leaving high school, or I guess my last year, and working more and more with glass artists, I found that a lot of them hadn't gone to college, um, and they... I don't know and a lot of them told me they were like they said well you don't need to go to college like you can just kind of jump into this world like you're already kind of working i was working like full-time and mm-hmm. going to school right. um they're like you can just continue this but um i decided for me i think that like not necessarily needing to go to college to make a living but i think right. that um the idea of college i think it'll give me a lot of time kind of experiment and develop um, a signature body of work mm-hmm. um I just think, it's just something i'm excited for but i did i did want to take some time before college um to kind of learn because i i found i was learning i mean glass is still such an old like art form it's not like it's not taught like most art forms it's more typical to how you would like apprentice right. back in the day or like right um and I thought, like, a, a college education in glass can be really interesting, but they teach you less of the technical skills, or they'll teach you, because right. they want to teach you more of that, like, way of thinking. Yeah. Um, so I thought, if I could take this year just to kind of learn from different artists that I really have appreciated in my life and, like, really, like, kind of looked up to in their work. Um, I thought that could be really interesting to have that background knowledge before going into mm-hmm. college, um, but also to see how they run their lives and their family and their business mm-hmm. as a working artist mm-hmm. um, to kind of see what I'd like to strive for. Yeah.
0: Um, I think it's invaluable. I, um, I have a degree in fine art, but my senior year in college, um, I worked for a production potter just as a studio assistant. And I'm not a production potter, but um, I always tell people, like, I probably learned as much from her, different things, but as much from her as I did in four years of college. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing a working studio, seeing a working mm-hmm. artist firsthand. I mean, honestly, seeing how hard it is. Yeah. Um, you just learn a lot that, that they, I don't think they can teach you in college. Right. So I think, I'm, I think that's a, a great a great move for you to take time Yeah, I think. yeah to do that. Yeah, and scary. I guess it's scary too to, 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 to take that year off. But
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a visual artist, but um, I feel like in college is a great time, like you said, to kind of formulate your own sort mm-hmm. of an experiment and, and think about those things, but they don't, one of the things that I understand that they don't really teach you in college is like the more practical stuff, like the business and the balancing life and mm-hmm. like all those things. And yeah, I, apprenticing or learning from someone who's actually been doing it for a really long time would be right. incredibly helpful Absolutely. as you're sort of embarking on a the next phase. That's really, that's Absolutely. really
0: cool. Um, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. So um, can you talk a little bit about um, your faith and how it informs your art and then how also your art informs your faith, both, both yeah. sides of that? Yeah, sure.
1: Um, pretty recently, I guess maybe the past few years I've I've really start like started to see my art as like a gift from God um mm-hmm. and like I guess it was kind of like in the back of my head before or, like mm-hmm. I'd realized it every once in a while but it wasn't like now it's like every day when I do this I'm like wow like God like, he gave me this to do today you know it's like mm-hmm. um and I don't know that that goes back a little bit um to those middle school years I was talking about when mm-hmm. I really started um doing art at that point in my life I um I really struggled with depression mm-hmm. and I was like um and that went through like high school and stuff and I found that like it was something that was constantly like eating at me mm-hmm. you know yeah and um I kind of hit a point where it was like a rock bottom and what really brought me out of that was like my faith and God and my art or um and that was my one kind of release, and it was the one thing that kind of, like, kept me going. Yeah. And I found that, like, in that I saw God working through me, but I also saw him working, like, giving me this gift of my art and giving me, like, this thing I could do with my hands to express myself yeah. to keep me going. And it was, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it, was some, it was almost like a secondhand way of him, like, showed me like Mm -hmm. this is gonna be okay and like Mm -hmm. he and that's something that like now in my life I'm definitely like much more stable now Mm -hmm. um and it's like now I really (laughs) excuse me it's early (laughs) it's okay (laughs) Um, I really uh I appreciate that a lot um Mm -hmm. in my art and I realized that like I think going through that like made me realize a lot more that like Being able to create these things is a a gift Mm. from God. Um, And it's like, I don't take that for granted. And um, my work, although it doesn't like directly influence or like um, show. Not like you're sculpting Jesus. Right, I'm not like sculpting (laughs) Jesus, yeah.
2: To be blunt.
1: (laughs) I think that like a lot of... um, like I'd say most of my passion is like fueled by my love for for God and Mm -hmm. Jesus Um, and um, I think that's part of the reason I always like I just kind of keep wanting to create it just Mm -hmm. to like I feel like when I'm making art that's when I feel like closest to God Mm -hmm. you know because I feel like he's working through me and I'm working like in him. i don't know
0: mm-hmm. yeah i'm just amazed that you know all of this at this point in your life right um it's yeah. it, no it's just really it's it's remarkable um because that's really how you know we're called like everything we do should should come out of that right that love of god and that relationship and like you've you figured this out already yeah. so i mean oh, l- yeah. look out what you know that's right that's amazing that's amazing
1: Thanks. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely have a lot more to figure out, but.
0: No, you have like a great start. It's something. a great
2: start. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, it it's, took me another like 10 years to get to that. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. It yeah. really is remarkable. It really is remarkable. So. Um...
2: So since I'm an art historian, my favorite question to ask, one of my favorite questions Mm -hmm. to ask artists especially is, um, do you have, and this might be a hard question to answer, do you have a favorite artist or a favorite um, style of art or a favorite, uh, a few favorite artists that you, and they don't have to be like, like influences. That you haven't
0: had like art in the dark yet that all art majors have to take in oh, in college I, that's what i she teach. teaches art i in teach dark. that so yeah. it's my the affectionate that's the affectionate term for like art history 101 is art in the dark
2: yeah yeah
0: so it's understanding that you haven't aside from tahuli yes always, i would guess would be one of the ones you'd list yeah do you have any favorites or yeah i definitely really like
1: i mean i think it's funny i think um I've always loved like nature and um, the sea, especially. I um, mm-hmm. I, I love to like scuba dive, and I mm. I don't know. I, um, I've loved like in my ceramic work, I've sculpted like some sea life stuff, which mm-hmm. I think's like really, really a good time. And I just like I love animals and stuff as well. And um, it's funny because a lot of my glass work doesn't really represent this, but I'd say. Probably like two of my favorite artists right now um, are they're glass sculptors. Um, and one's actually the, the guy I've been working with. Um, his name is Grant Garmazy and he's a, a glass sculptor and he sculpts like animals and mm-hmm. different, I mean, all sorts of stuff. So sometimes it's fish, sometimes mm-hmm. it's birds, you know. So. Mm-hmm. And the other one is a, another guy I've worked for out in Seattle. His name's Raven Sky River. And he's, like, a...
0: What a cool name. It is a yeah. cool name. Was he given fan. that name, or did he yeah. just he uh, Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and he does all, like, um, he's, like, Native, um, and he, all of his work, like, represents the, like, local, um, mm-hmm. like, sea in mm-hmm. it.
0: Um, oh, I love artwork of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's yeah. super cool. I mean, a lot of Clinkett work, mm-hmm. I, like our influence, but I love Pacific Northwest art. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, okay, so Farley and I both write a little bit, and we just love words in general. We're both big book nerds. Um, are you are, are you reading anything, or have you read anything that has like had a big? In- we some artists are really tripped up by this question because not all artists are readers, mm-hmm. which we learned a couple interviews in. <laughs> so it's okay if, if you don't have an answer to this. But like, do you have a, a anything you're reading now, or have read recently that has had a big impact on you?
1: Yeah, I'm actually i'm not a i'm not a huge reader myself. Um,
0: That's
1: fair. I read like very little, but I mean, I. I sometimes do like to read a little bit but it, it's a very slow process. I think I've been working on the same book for like a year now. So <laughs> but uh I've been reading the um, the death and life of great american cities right now by Jane Jacobs. Interesting. and um, my dad's really into city planning and oh, he cool. uh, okay. He's he's kind of explained a little bit of that to me and I think through like what he's told me and like through this book it's I don't know, I, it's definitely, like, an art, um, but also it's, like, a. he's really, in. my dad's really into, like, the sort of the faith aspects to how mm-hmm. a city's set up and, like, how mm-hmm. people interact with each other, mm-hmm. um, and I think, I don't, I don't know, I found that really interesting. It's really, like, pretty opposite to what I'm usually into in my life, but... Mm-hmm. That's cool. it's something I found really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to kind of branch out, and I've been doing some a lot of like other research on that as well. Too, but yeah.
0: very cool. Very cool.
2: We've talked about like kind of where you are and where you've come from. Do you have like what's next? What's on the horizon for you? Um, in whatever aspect you want
1: <laughs> to, yeah, about? I'm um, well, I'm going to, to college mm-hmm. this fall um i'll be going to alfred university which is in um in new york so it's, cool. it's an arts school yeah um just study i'm gonna get a bfa in sculpture but i'm gonna try and minor in um in business to
2: smart that's very smart smart <laughs> um
1: i don't know i think i've loved like definitely this year in the and last year i i started working for a lot of artists um and like getting paid pretty reasonably like i think i could definitely make a living off that Mm -hmm. um just like working for people Mm -hmm. but i think eventually i'd love to um i would love to get my own shop eventually and be creating my own work Mm -hmm. every day um but i think that'll take some years to get to that point i've been getting this year I've had like kind of progressively every year I've been getting more and more commissions, mm-hmm. and I've mm-hmm. you know every year so I'm. Um, it's been exciting like seeing that people actually like want my work you know. So that, I just,
0: that's I I can relate. It's <laughs> gratifying to yeah, like have it's like people. Affirming. Yes, yeah. they think you're making things that that people want. Yes, I get that.
1: I just awesome. finished my my largest commission I've ever done. Um, actually, right before I came here, uh, it's for a hospital.
0: Cool. So, so what'd you make?
1: Uh, It was a a wood carving, actually, but it was 14 feet long. Wow. And it was like, it was a flat, like it went on a wall, almost Uh like a painting. Mm
0: -hmm. That's awesome. Um,
1: But yeah, it took me a little little over a month to carve. Yeah. um,
0: Like, uh, how did you, I don't know a ton about wood carving. Did Mm -hmm. you like, I guess, carved it all by hand? Yeah, yeah.
1: all by hand, yeah.
0: Was it, was it a, like, what was it? Uh, It it was kind of,
1: it was actually, it was like a, they're sorta of like the hospital's like theme was like maritime theme. They mm. own like boats and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's and it was um <laughs> it's where you would go to get hospitalized for like um like mental health issues, like okay. um, like depression or anxiety right, right. Or whatever. Okay. Um and it's a new hospital they've just been building. Um and I don't know, the piece I did was like a boat, but it's like kinda like it's, like, pretty metaphorical, but it's, mm-hmm. like, going sort of towards the shore. It's supposed mm-hmm. to, like, show, like, cool. going to, to safety. You know, yeah. It.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap it up for today. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah thanks yeah. for yeah. Coming in early to talk to us, and I'm really excited to hear you talk tonight. Are you nervous? I'd be nervous. Are you good to go, <laughs> yeah. standing up there? Tonight. She's trying to make you nervous. No, I'm not <laughs> trying to make you nervous because you've like got it all together. Like yeah. you were calm uh, and- <laughs>
1: I don't know if I I'm not I don't know, I like speaking in front of people doesn't really stress me out too much. Man, you anymore? were
0: gonna like go rule the world. You got have it together at <laughs> at nineteen is super impressive. Yeah. Um, but, but thanks for coming. We really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, they thank you sure everything. And we look forward to hearing you speak tonight. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening. Um, we will be back next week. Um, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, we'd love for you to reach out to us at podcast at worldhorizonsusa.org. And we will see you next time.
2: Thanks for listening to Unedited. This podcast is produced in cooperation with Gallery Edit in Richmond, Virginia. You can reach us at podcast at worldhorizonsusa.org.